0: David J. Coleman here, and welcome to another Coleman On Purpose. This is the sixth chapter, and it has been so interesting hearing from you guys about the podcast, wondering like, why do you just come out with just a couple of the chapters per month? Well, it is because I said the next time that I do something or do any type of project, I want to make sure that I don't burn out. Unlike a lot of other people that come out with so many podcasts, you have people that have people behind them that can edit that can put in more time to it because it is a full-time commitment form and they're using it as a source of income right now this is just a type of freelance thing for me where i am really getting to tell a lot of my story and i know that i'm on the right track too i was just listening to a message um from the church i go to here in charlotte uh called elevation church and there was a guest speaker here this week named stephen chandler uh, my pastor's name is Stephen Freddy, but his name is Stephen Chandler, and he had an amazing message about purpose. And and this just came out of nowhere. Just listening to this message, and it all surrounded what you're called to do here on earth, and you know, waiting on you know God to do amazing things for you, and and you having to put in the work too while you wait, you know. And I really enjoyed his message, and it let me know that what I'm doing is. Correct. I am on the right track. I'm doing what I need to do. Staying consistent with this was the most important thing for me. So beyond just trying to push out chapter after chapter after chapter all in a row, I wanted to make sure that I got a little bit ahead of the ball and then just began releasing them monthly. As time goes on, or maybe I get a little bit of funding behind this, I would love to be able to do things week by week by week. It would be amazing, and I can't wait to get some guests on here to really Chat some things up and talk about some of the things we've been talking about i can't wait that is coming this fall so i can't wait to have um different people come on here and express what they've thought about the show thus far and give opinions from their perspective also you're just not going to just be listening to just me talking anyway this episode is called after the butterflies and this was recorded actually directly after uh a breakup and um Very interestingly enough, you know, a lot of these things over time and therapy and different things that have happened, some of my uh, opinions may have changed a little bit, but not much, but it really just does deal with what you do with your life after all of the fanfare of a relationship is all said and done and just kind of my process. I don't really think I go into a full story from this episode, but it really does touch on the feelings that come behind it and the things that I've kind of been through in that process. So this is After the Butterflies. I hope you guys enjoy chapter six. All right, it is time for another My Truth. And we're going to jump into romantic relationships today, which I sometimes am so uncomfortable talking about. But I feel like it's necessary. I know as we progress in the chapters, it's going to get more and more intense with some of the conversation, stuff that mm, you usually veer away from or you try to make it the clean version because everybody's listening or everybody is, you know, all eyes or all ears are on you and it's time to start having those crazy conversations and I that's definitely why I wanted to do this my truth today and this one is called after the butterflies um because I'm not even sure if I have a full grasp on romantic relationships and I'm 39 years old so what in the world why don't I know what a romantic relationship is and I think sometimes it stems from love and I feel like I've learned to love in a much different way um and what I mean by that learn to love in a different way is because of things that are presented to you um at a young age uh a lot of times and I don't want to veer too far off of the topic of after the butterflies but I just want to mention that a lot of times there are experiences that we go through that make love weird for us. Let's just put it that way. That make love different or more difficult to understand. Um, I feel like there are many people that have learned to function in relationships differently, in different ways. And I can blame that on... Like the generations before mine They believed Or learned to kind of like Hide your feelings Or work through whatever No matter what's in front of you Work through it You can push through it No matter how difficult it is You can do it You can do it You can do it And let me tell you When I was In the middle of my relationship um, Being married And I had exhausted a lot of my options. I had, you know, we talked about going to counseling. I think I went to a counseling thing just for a brief moment, but it was so overwhelming with so much that I was going on. And I was hearing all these people saying, you can work through it no matter what, stay in this, do this, do this, do this. And I just kind of had to tune everything out and really get in touch with myself, my experiences, the things that I had been through, the things that I had struggled with, all of these things I had to internalize. And it just, there was no option for me to drag a, a person that I truly love through all the things that I needed to get through with myself. And... It's not to say that that person didn't want to go and drag through, but if you aren't okay with who you are or what is going on, you can't expect another person to be every single thing that you need at the time you can't expect them to take on the load of all of those things yes there might have been some things i might have did a little bit differently in the process of going through the divorce and everything like that like i said i never recommend that to anyone because it is the toughest thing that you will go through if you know that is your decision um and i just believe that even with people saying push 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 go 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 you can do it you can do it I am always a firm believer I'm working through things but I'm even more of a firm believer in a person working through their trauma before trying to hold down an entire other person you know what I'm saying so I do think sometimes other people are great partners because they are healers um but healers come very few and far between. There are people that naturally are the healing type but every healer even though they may heal is when you're when you're putting out or you're giving so much of yourself to help another person there will be a point where that person will be drained of everything that they have and they won't have anybody to lean on because you've been sucking them dry of everything that they needed. So there are natural born healers, though, and if you find that person that, that, is, that definitely can take you on and can heal you the way that you need it, you know, I always looked at my healer as God. You know, it wasn't in a person. That wasn't the healer. So God needed to give me a lot of healing in order for me to be able to walk through everything that I had been through and all the things that, that had gone on in my life. So there wasn't a person on this earth, I felt like that could understand the things that I needed to work through there was not a person on this earth the only person that could possibly understand the things that I went through was God because he was there with me during all the different things that were that were happening so I put my trust in Christ and that's it that's all that I I had so I made that decision it might not have been the best decision of everyone else around but Like I've been saying on each of these things, sometimes you have to do what is best for you. So back to my experiences, um, I love very hard. And sometimes because I love very hard, I rush into things that sometimes I should be pushing the brakes on sometimes um, because I love to feel loved that's how I was created. That's how I was made. And I think everybody does in a way want to be loved. There might be some special circumstances, but I don't think, I think everybody was created to love. I, that's just my, my opinion. That's my opinion, you know? So, um, it starts out. So let's talk about the relationship. So it starts out. Yeah. We want to be loved. So it starts out real warm and gushy. And then along the way, we begin to hit these bumps that kind of gets the root of why things aren't a certain way and i feel like some of these roots are past pains some of these roots are learned behaviors and some of these roots are just where people are at learning relationships that's just where they are you can't move them past that area because it's a learning process you learn to love you learn all of that so all these little things and this warm gushy feeling those butterflies those little little, you get in your stomach no i'm just so in love and everything like that but what do you do after the butterflies are gone when the butterflies are no longer there or when there it's just a season of no butterflies you don't have that i don't I don't necessarily think people that stay in long marriages have the butterflies every single time they're around each other. You go through phases, you go through transitions, you go through these, these times. So what do you do during those times after those butterflies are gone? I found in many relationships, the butterflies would sometimes make you neglect your well-being. And they, you, you, you get so wrapped up in all of these feelings that you have that you forsake yourself in the process you're so involved in making the other person have those butterflies or trying to keep this this steam rolling that you lose yourself in in those things and so I asked like how can you push past it when you have to sit with a person to discuss those deep dark topics sometimes those uncomfortable topics how do you handle it do you shut people out do you shut people out because you're having a difficult conversation, or there's a difficult bump in the road, and you decide to vanish, booth gone? You know what do you do during those times? Do you stick beside, or what? Are, what are you? What are we doing? And I had to ask myself many of that, many of those things sometimes because at times when you are pouring out your heart, like I said, I love very very hard, um, and when you have shown that love or tried to keep things together and then someone either takes it for granted or says, oh, well, I'm, I'm not doing this right now. That hurts, you know, that that really, really, really hurts. And that can sometimes harden a person's heart that can harden them opening up to love again or harden future You know, relationships, even after divorce and stuff like that, that can that can make you just tough against it or really look for those warning signs. And once those warning signs show up, you're running for the hills. You're like, oh, no, 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 no. I'm not going to be around to watch this happen again. And so you got two people, one that might be used to like walking out or or leaving the thing. And then you have another one that doesn't want to get hurt again. So they're like, you know what? This might not be the best option for me so I started to think about those intense beautiful feelings of love that you get those butterflies and I kind of said this to myself I said if I can't get the butterflies as a single person with myself if I can't get my own self my own butterflies how can I expect someone else to carry me after that butterfly season has passed so It all comes down to really appreciating yourself in those moments of singleness, in those moments of maybe just dating a little bit, learning to love yourself um, through those times. And if you aren't getting butterflies, if that person like, let's say, for example, let's say you're in a relationship and that person like goes out of town. And if you can't function or you just can't be like you're just going through all this stuff without that person, that means you haven't fully got your own butterflies. You ain't got that thing that's inside of you that makes you happy, that make that gives you that joy. (laughs) I got to always say this. I always, always say this. And I've been saying it more and more. I am a work in progress. I'm a work in progress. Sorry. I'm a work in progress. So. I can't say at a specific time that I'll be ready for jumping in the relationship or doing taking that step. I think it just takes being uncomfortable with being comfortable. And it's almost like you continue to work on you or yourself. And when that time comes, that person appears and you both are pushing each other outside of that comfortability so that when those butterflies leave for certain seasons you're still holding on to that core of pushing each other together so that all comes out when you're uncomfortable sometimes and i think people want to get comfortable in relationships sometimes but i always say it may be good to just stay on edge with that uncomfortability because it causes you all That friction it causes that force of you pushing forward in the midst of so much maybe turmoil, arguments, fighting, um, doubts, all of that stuff can push you forward. Just being a little bit uncomfortable, you know, and and that's why I say sometimes deep conversations are needed. Those uncomfortable conversations are needed for you to to move on to do better. So I will always say I'm a work in progress, and I. Can't always say when the next, you know, blossom comes or when that that fire is rekindled or whatever goes on in my life. And I'm, I'm ready to, to jump back into a relationship. But I know before I hop back into anything else, I'm loving on me and I'm giving myself the butterflies that I need to sustain me, to keep me. So I'm just in anticipation of finding my completion And yeah that's my truth that was the very short but sweet after the butterflies chapter and I wanted to make sure that in that chapter that I let people know the importance of really taking time to build yourself you know it's wonderful to want love to want to be loved to have everything in order but I've made many many mistakes I guess not I don't know if mistakes are learning lessons in the process of dating and and relationships I've made many 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 mistakes but you do learn from those mistakes and you try your best to not repeat those same type of habits and grow from each relationship that you're in so it's so important that you have a hold of yourself before you know jumping from place to place and gathering all of these hearts it seems like and not being able to really have the heart to love yourself and i think that's the most important thing even before trying to get those butterflies with someone else that you have a grasp on yourself too yes that person can help you along the way and and do things for you in that relationship but it really is in your mind and the and your mental state of how well you do Uh, in that process, even if that other person is trying to get you to be this grandiose person that they see you as, you know, it's, it's, it's a very, it's a very interesting thing. And I could go into so much more with that because I feel like those are the types of, you know, relationships that I've always found is people that are, that have an idea of who I am and what I want to be and want to get me to where I'm supposed to be. But until I have full grasp and know who I am and what I am and what I'm capable of, how can anybody else help me to find that? Only I can find that for myself. So I'm not going to do a whole nother chapter on here, but I just wanted to make sure that I highlight that also, uh, even as we close out this chapter six. And I can't wait to get somebody in to talk about this one also I'm already starting to like plan out and map out which episodes I want different guests to do so it's getting really exciting I'm excited for what is to come with this Coleman on purpose but I'm just I'm just very happy about being consistent with this and that's that's the most important part something like this you know it's not easy to always just get up here and really share feelings but I'm, I'm really really happy at where this is going in and, and what is to come so yeah I'm really excited Anyhow, I want to make sure that you go ahead and follow me on different platforms. I'm trying to build and build and build my Instagram platform even more than what it is now. So if you get a chance, I have some friends who want to come and follow my crazy and wackiness that I am on there. I am at Deluxe Dave, D-E-L-U-X-E-D-A-V-E. If you follow me on TikTok, it's David, D-A-V-I-D-J dot. Coleman so it's just my name with David J. Coleman and you can find me on TikTok also make sure you're also streaming old uh, chapters of Coleman on purpose it's on every streaming platform now like all the major ones from Amazon Music to Apple Podcasts Spotify you can get it on Anchor you can also find it on Stitcher it's it's everywhere so make sure you are checking out some old ones sharing it with people is really really great I'm going to do a major like 10 episode push once I have 10 out. And I really want people to grasp what I am really trying to express in in these podcasts. So make sure you come along for the ride on chapter seven, which I'm getting into my dreams, passions and goal of being in the industry or being an actor and the different things that have come along with that. It's going to be it's going to be very enlightening because I'm going to be very honest and very blunt with how I have approached trying to be part of such a bigger world of entertainment all of my life I've been doing this since I was little so I hope you will join me next time on Coleman on purpose Till next time I'll see you guys around remember you're unique you are loved and you are created for greatness